0: Welcome, Sarah. We have Sarah on the podcast today. I'm so excited to interview you. You are a healer. Like, literally, you've created a profession in healing. So, yeah, introduce yourself. Talk about, like, what do you do?
1: All right. So, I wouldn't give myself the title healer. I do sound healing. Okay. That doesn't make me the healer. Okay. Which is, like, a really interesting distinction because... I believe everybody has the ability to heal themselves. So okay. if I were to wear that hat, it's as if I was the magician doing That's all of true. the work. So what I like to see myself as being an open conduit and a channel for energy and guidance and grace and the higher level messages to flow through me, move through yes. me. And then to birth this like very special, unique, in the moment sound bath, soundscape. Okay. For the person, according to what we've spoken to at the beginning of our session, it's like an hour talking about. Okay. And then I'm guided in that session to kind of see what the programs, the blocks, and the belief systems are that are limiting them Mm -hmm. and kind of deconstruct that. And actually most of the work, the powerful work is done in the sit down session, but people don't know that we're doing the healing work. That's, I feel like you did that. I with did that with me. you before, exactly. <laughs> people don't know what's really happening, but yes. then it's happening. And so we're we're working in the, the conscious mind.
0: I guess it would be the subconscious mind though if
1: well, we're working consciously by dialoguing. Okay. Right. And the ten percent that we use is conscious mind and then ninety percent is subconscious. So if we can identify in the conscious dialogue. In the conscious yeah. mind then we can like start diving deeper and exploring moving programs belief yeah. systems that are locked in your subconscious basement yeah right and then by the time you lie down to receive the sound healing everything that we've talked about is going to come out of the creaks and the cracks in the system and then the healing is going to occur with the frequency the sound and the vibration and the person's awareness and then them making the shifts and the changes and then after the session doing the homework or not doing the homework so people can have amazing results. You know, pregnancy after three sessions when they've been infertile for years. Oh my God. Or they can come see me over and over and over again, but they're not ready to take to the accept. steps okay yeah. and the actions to create the changes that is required for the healing to occur.
0: Like let's say that I come to one of your courses, which by the way, you wanna plug your stuff? Like where can we people find you to take your course? What is your thing called? Um so I work
1: out of my home, which okay. is a very Beautiful converted monastery in oh, wow. Verdun, at okay. Monk Metro. So Monk you Metro. can go to Monk Metro to go okay. to the monastery. Okay. And it's a beautiful 2,400 square foot um, space that is dedicated well, the downstairs is dedicated to sound healing. So it's 1,400 square feet okay. and it's loaded with beautiful sound healing equipment. And its main function is as a sound healing center and a space. So I do group sessions every week, sometimes multiple times. I do private sessions all day, every day, Wow! <laughs> literally. And I teach um, people how to do sound healing as well. And then I sell the bowls and all the equipment and everything. If I came to
0: one of your courses, so let's say you have like three people to come and it's like an hour long session or two hour long session. And you started off by talking to us.
1: One on one is two hours.
0: Okay. Yeah. And it must be better one-on-one because I'm picturing showing up to a place with two other people who have, like, baggage of their own. And you can't really divulge information because you're, like, super closed off to these strangers.
1: Yeah, no. So, like, how do group sessions work? Group sessions are really cool because it's more for people who would like a sense of community that are perhaps more isolated perhaps haven't found people with similar interests as them or Mm. people on the spiritual path so we gather not as a huge divulging of what's going on in their lives but usually with like a cacao ceremony which is three hours or a full moon sharing circle everybody Mm. comes to circle and shares their intention and then connects with the bowl and passes it around. We have tea, we sit, we talk in community, and then they lie down to receive the sound healing. So it's really just like a little bit of sharing together as a community, but we're not going into an individual private healing session. Okay. The issues that I jump into are really deep. Yes. (laughs) You know, like sexual abuse traumas are my specialty. Oh, okay. So like that, we don't get into in a group setting, though we do have people come to group sessions right after they've uh, been raped. And, you know, especially the women's circles will have the sisters hold the space and hold the circle for that woman to process whatever emotions are moving through. So uh, sometimes the session gets very intimate and very vulnerable, depending on the participant's you know wow. but the one on one stuff is is really potent really powerful and really really deep in nature if the person's ready it could take you know 10 sessions to break into the really the real picture so i i go very gently that must take so much strength
0: for the woman like after being through a trauma to just come right there for
1: support you know yeah like to come so fresh so raw so real so vulnerable to share it to be brave and bold enough to say that it that says a lot about like it. your environment it was such an honor, and she came three days later to the sound bath. So she came on the Friday night, and she came to the Sunday morning, uh, Sunday after evening one. And uh, she was smiling, and she was dancing. And then after the sound bath, she painted me a painting, and uh, she brought it to me like several months later. So like these circles are epic and massive because there's not a lot of safe spaces for women to like come out and talk and speak.
0: Yeah. So uh, with free of judgment. Yeah. Because I feel, and I don't know if like you can dissect anything from this, but I don't feel like I'm surrounded by a lot of strong women. So when I, when I feel like I need a strong woman, I'm so empowered because I feel like it's this huge gender lacking in my life. I'm surrounded by strong men, like great men, but women. And why is that? Like I feel like I have, I know of a lot of people too who are just like individual females
1: that don't have a lot of female friends. Yeah, well, we haven't really been trained to be friends with each other. Yes! It is a lot about competition and a lot. We talk about this in the sister circles that we run. A lot of women have been like epically betrayed by sisters, like epically. You know what I mean? And so often that betrayal by a sister, by a friend, by a female hurts more than the deception of a male partner, like with my divorce. It was more painful for me to lose my best friend um female friend female friend uh, what I considered my best friend due to an accusation that her husband had made to manipulate her and ultimately she you know she just cut our friendship and we never got to speak and i never did anything and at all, like, I would have never betrayed a sister like that, but she just assumed that I had.
0: I and love that you call it a sister, by
1: the way. Yeah, she's sister. That's, like, such a close connection. I love that. Yeah, like, that's what we are. We're all sisters, but we've forgotten that. And uh, so, like, competition comes in, jealousy comes in, jealousy, betrayal comes yes. in, comparison, social media isn't helping. You look at everybody, everybody's sexier, hotter, smaller, you know what I mean? Everybody is projecting this image of perfection and so rarely do women come and, and shoot the shit together we're about to say that shoot the shit shoot the shit Thanks. together <laughs> and say like I'm feeling really weak I'm feeling really vulnerable it's not a good day I'm having dangerous thoughts like a lot of my clients we come to Circle and we talk about like hey like this mind has been really dangerous and I'm in like a really dark place Please. and and I even share my moments of yeah I had a really dark like uh, night of the soul while I was in bad you know and by me sharing i had moments where the mind took over and it was insane then other people feel like they have permission that they can say it too but we always have the fucking Oh, go, go, fuck, Matt. Right. You That's can... So this is
0: literally express a profanity
1: words. podcast. Everyone swears every episode, Great. so don't, don't We're worry. We're good. We're good. Yeah, so we have to have a safe space where we can authentically, like, take the mask off and sit and see each other. And why is it, though, that, like, you have to break yourself
0: down for others to feel like they can break themselves down? Like, why can't people
1: just feel so open to be judged? Like, why... Why? Well, because we're projecting perfection. Yeah. Because there isn't a safe space. There isn't a safe container. And there's like this scarcity mindset. We're still in competition for men. Like that's the craziest thing. For men. For men. When we look at like the anthropological record and we look for like human survival, we see that women as they get older right they're less and less fertile and so they're less and less attractive to male mating potential partners right and so women we have biologically evolved to portray chemicals and reactions in our body that have us look as if we are fertile as if we are able to carry a child because back in those days women were going to be supported if they had a big strong man to provide for them and bring back the animal and protect them but if you weren't fertile then you weren't seen as a woman valuable of being protected and cared for and taken care of so So if you didn't have a male partner you could, you, didn't mate, you could die you could die right so it's actually biologically encoded in us to compete yeah. with other women that's crazy in the scarcity of men because so many men died in the hunt or didn't come back or just chose another woman and so we're still operating in this like kind of cave woman mentality except now we don't need the men <laughs> sorry guys it's true <laughs> we don't need you no nope. <laughs> we want you we, we want like the you, idea but you. we don't need you yeah but we're still operating with this like competition thing and it's encoded in our survival just like men are encoded to spread the seed to keep the spe- the species the space oh. to
0: keep the species going <laughs> do you find that men are in competition with other men to get women or is that just solely a female thing like the cattiness the
1: the women are terrible i just have to say first of all i think so many of us have had devastating devastating experiences with women with other women more than men i yeah. think my most traumatic including high school bullying it's with really females, the high
0: school <laughs> bullying with females i think that sets you up for a horrible filter in life because you, you don't trust you don't women trust after. women anymore
1: no you don't trust women after and inevitably a friend will betray you and something will happen and then you'll see all women is not really safe right? exactly and you're projecting that outwards and then you're not looking at a woman and her beauty and her success you're looking at her rather like, what are you going to do to screw me over? Yeah. How are you going to... And you're my competitor, but we don't have to have competitors. Like We can really support and put on a pedestal other women. But that's just like a, re, a rewiring and a relooking at things. We don't have to be like that. But we've had really scarring experiences with other women. And we've just never healed that. Yeah. We've
0: never healed that. So it's beautiful for you to, to have a place where women can come together and do that. I was talking to Sukdev, who, by the way, for the podcast listeners who have listened to Sukdev's podcast, this is his girlfriend. So uh, he was saying that you actually hold these during the full moon. Yep. Why? Well, what's the reasoning
1: behind that? Well, the full moon, noon moon. Um, I'm a lunatic, basically. Literally, I follow the lunar cycle and a lunatic. I am lunatic that's what it's made for i like that and we are like supremely influenced by the moon and our whole cycle the whole feminine cycle runs with the same cycle as the moon when we're in tune and not on birth control and all of that oh. like we should ideally be running with the the full moon and the new moon cycles and mine switches throughout the year so sometimes i'll be menstruating on the full moon okay so your ma- your cycle yeah is aligned with the new moon yeah and the, and the full moon so yeah and it's a thing It's an actual thing when we're not on uh, synthetic hormones and when we're in alignment and in our regularity. When is the next new moon? Because I actually... We just finished it. Okay, I've been off birth control for about a year and a half takes time for your cycle to kick to, back okay okay you get like a fuck in the face after that yes yeah, i got a massive fucking acne, acne, everywhere. acne everywhere hormonal imbalance oh yeah depression <laughs> like yeah. i swear to god oh yeah and then you'd like you're like fighting not to run back to the pill because yes. you didn't have to feel all those things yeah and then me too i went off the pill i got like crazy cystic acne for like three years and it still hasn't gone away it's been a decade i have scars how right. bad it was i it know was so bad terrible but the thing is being off the pill has like a lot of benefits and when we're fully in balance um then we're going to be lined up with the 28 day cycle of the moon and halfway through the year like mine switches so i'll be bleeding with the full moon and uh, you know it switches but i just got back from bali so actually my body went all out of whack with like the time difference and everything so my system is like a few days later okay because i'm menstruating now thank you for announcing (laughs) it's okay we're we're announcing it's a beautiful mm -hmm. thing having your period you gotta own it like your intuitive abilities and everything just channels there's pain moving through but there's also like a lot of magic you know that's why they locked women in tents when they had their periods wait say that again they put women in tents uh Who puts women in tents? The moon moon tents. When a woman was menstruating in so many cycles all around the world, she would be placed in isolation with the other women who were on their period. No, it's actually beautiful though. (laughs) Because they would harness all of this energy and connect to the higher level spirits. It's the spirits, it's the moon lodge. It's a moon ceremony. So they were protected. Because when we have our period, we're using so much energy, right? We we're are. Like, exa- like, I'm exhausted I'm exhausted today. too, yeah. Yeah. yeah Not like, today, yeah. but like when I, I'm on period. I'm Mary's super poopty-doopty, super... And it's like a way of protecting us from outside external forces, factors, so the women could just rest and take care of themselves and they'd be fed and they'd be taken care oh of my God. and they'd just stay in moon lodge.
0: Do you think that's why women, when they when they spend a lot of time together, they actually- Sink up. Sink up, their periods sync up. But that's they're syncing up with up. the moon. That's so fucked up. So do you believe in like higher powers?
1: God, I you must. So I, If I didn't, I wouldn't be able to do the work yeah. that, I, that I did or survive mm-hmm. the life that I had without having a connection to spirit. I mean, it's like the saving grace. Whether it's real or not, it's a beautiful placebo that I yeah. really accept and love. I can't imagine living without a belief in spirit, though I didn't. Spirit. You yeah. say spirit. Spirit, yeah. That's interesting. Spirit, source, Spirits. universe, higher power, creator. Creator, Would yeah. you label it God? I mean, God is law, right? What do you mean by that? Like, God is the natural laws and the way that the universal forces move and interact. Yeah, and okay. So there's like this whole balance of things. So... God, whatever you want to call it, the principles of the universe. Principles of the principles universe. Principles of the universe, like the seven hermetic principles, you know? I don't know what that is. Oh, you you oh gonna school you me. This. <laughs> this whole podcast, like, <laughs> teach me. <laughs> we have a lot of things to cover. Yeah. No, but there's all these principles of, like, vibration and energy and, like, as above, so below. There's all of these rules that we all have frequency, we all have vibration. And so if you look at all elements of, like, life, light, and energy they all abide by the same principles so like whatever you want to call it divine source flow god whoever okay. creator i like that too i like
0: taking the pressure off of calling your beliefs god or labeling it you know as part of a religion that's why i don't like the word god because i feel like it's related to christianity mm-hmm. but i love all of the other words you use source universe it's
1: about making it accessible to everybody because when you it. say god that's exactly. you're gonna lose a lot of people exactly and god knows um, (laughs) how many people have been murdered and destroyed cultures all around the world in the name of god and religion every genocide the the indigenous people who were decimated by the christian missionaries and the fact that we even celebrate that or some people celebrate christopher columbus day and thanksgiving which is a celebration of the murder and decimation of the native american peoples so god is definitely like a very intense word for a lot of people because of the pain and suffering that's come associated with it but the divine is not religion exactly that's energy yeah universe cosmos spirit nature it's beauty yeah it's energy i mean god is energy you know whatever you want to call it so when we use god we just we lose a lot of people because everybody has a different name for god you know and so but we're all really searching for this higher divine power that guides us and assists us and helps us and gives us a moral compass not everybody has one right so for some people religion is like super duper important yeah and so some people need like this guiding principle religion can do beautiful things mm-hmm. for people like provide a, a path right but it can all it divides and conquers so many because everybody has a belief system that their god or their version of it is correct yeah and that's where we have the problem with religion because of what's happened
0: i agree in your in your courses do you ever talk about religion because it must come up if the space is open for anyone to talk about anything that must come up and are there like conflicting beliefs is there ever controversy in your courses that like you don't know how to mediate no 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 because
1: I've worked with people who don't speak English. For a while, I was working with a large Turkish population. How did uh, they find you? Uh, through some referrals, okay, actually. Yeah. And uh, I think I worked with 10 Turkish people, some of which didn't speak like English at all. And uh, I still managed to do these magnificent, beautiful sessions, like right? private sessions and intuitively... Feel into and tap into the emotions that were present and the physical problems that were present in their body, and so even though we didn't have language um or the same you know cosmological views of things, um, the sound works that's the amazing thing is sound has no affiliation with any religion, you know some people say it comes from this tradition, this tradition, this tradition, every tradition has sound, yeah, right, so every single religion has sound that you oops i get so excited i lose my breath (laughs) they use use bells they use chants they use songs every single religion has bells and in sound healing you use all of those and more yeah what do you use sound healing is just a way of contacting the divine directly wow it's like a loudspeaker like you know the button you press and you want to communicate with god that's to me sound healing but like not just god but all of creation all of source energy spirit yeah. yeah when you want to manifest something you want to create something you put it into existence that's my like direct line to to life force life source energy is sound is it's direct it goes all the way to the sixth dimension and you know source is the seventh dimension so when you're at sound you're at the sixth dimension pressing that button for the doors of heaven of the sky to open and then you can just poof penetrate onto the other side so whatever you believe in, whether you're Sufi Muslim, whether you are an atheist, whether you are devout Jew, what, it doesn't matter. But Someone most of my clients, clients anyone can benefit from uh, this. anybody. But most of my clients are spiritual and not religious. I, I, mm. I'm, I'm not religious. I'm spiritual. I've never agreed with a, a church. Our body is a temple. Our, Our body, body is, is the temple. temple. It yeah. is the, that's why it's the resonance temple. People are like, it's a place, it's actually you, it's inside you. I am the resonance temple, you are the resonance temple. It's like, are you in resonance, in harmony and balance within your own temple? The other temple doesn't matter if your temple's off
0: do you need the sound
1: healing to be in resonance
0: with your own temple because no. I'm, I'm like thinking like I've never taken a sound <laughs> you're healing. like oh my god I, I've never
1: been in <laughs> resonance with my own self do you know what I mean yeah well that's the amazing thing with sound healing is because all of a sudden you're lying down you're surrounded by instruments and everything you get taken on this like beautiful epic inner journey and you're yeah. discovering pieces and parts of yourself Yourself, that you didn't even know existed so like you don't need sound healing to be in harmony if you find yourself in harmony and in balance great but the ultimate ir- irony is that when we're doing sound healing is you're ultimately finding silence silence within yourself so that's what I'm trying to bring into you is your your inner silence where the voice speaks to you through you in you and the sound kind of facilitates that but if you find other ways to get there, I mean, everybody has, like, their way. So, like, meditation could be a way? Sound healing is meditation. Just, okay. Just, like, more exciting. More exciting, me. yeah. I mean... It, like, move like, a little. I, I, find, I find it very sexy, sound healing. Well, I, but I, I <laughs> meditation did. isn't sexy for me, but no. sound healing's fucking sexy. Really? Oh, yeah. It gets me going. Like, it gets you, like... No, I'm serious. I use, like, all my sexual energy. Oh, yeah. And, and I have a lot of it. Um, I put it all into my work, into my sound healing.
0: But I looked on the internet, okay? I did a little bit of research and it turns out that most people just like lie there and they feel almost like in a trance, yep. like so deep in whatever journey that they're on. How do you have all that energy? I feel like it would be washed, sucked away from you. How do I have energy? Do like it it during. Like me doing this. Let's just say that you were part of the sound healing yep. and you were in a trance and you have, like, all this energy, whether it be, like, sexual energy or excitement. Wouldn't it be, like, washed away because you're so deeply into this trance that, like, you can't feel anything? Or do you feel everything?
1: Everything's heightened. Everything's heightened. Everything's heightened. It's as if you're high. <laughs> and, really? And, and when I'm doing the sound healing, Sarah Turner is my Sarah head. Turner. And it's Sarah who surrenders... To the higher power who moves through and then pushes this energy and I, I do go into trance when I'm conducting the sound healing I'm a conductor basically I'm okay, a conductor okay. of energy of sound energy I'm not in charge but I'm conducting energy from source right and then it just moves my body and I'm filled with energy and power and potency and voice to belt it out and fill the room with and go into basically like a trance you know a trance but I also have to be here But I have my moments of getting lost but people who are receiving this sound bath can either feel super energized because one hour of sound healing is equal to like four hours of sleep and that's all oh they God. needed so they like get this boost because they weren't that tired to begin with or people who come and are like completely exhausted and depleted will like be like I need more and they'll be exhausted and after, after. I the, okay. have emotions, you know, like it can have all kinds of like different reactions yeah. in the body. In the same person, it can be totally different from one time to the next. So. Yeah.
0: Because you had asked me to come to a course like a couple weeks ago.: Yeah, I didn't come, but I, I will, I swear to God. I really want to. However, it scares me because I don't ever exhale. I never exhale. Because I don't you. like that. <laughs> that should scare you. I feel like <laughs> that I should Taylor. scare you. Yeah, I I, I I, don't know
1: why I don't like to rest, but I just know that I don't like it. But And see, that's the thing. So the more you resist, the more it persists, right? And so if you came to a sound bath, you could perhaps figure out why it is that you don't like it like what you're afraid of because what ultimately i'm picking up on and reading on is that you're afraid what you're gonna feel and hear and receive in those moments when you're turned off you're turned off and you're turned in right so if you project all of that energy outwards then you don't have to focus on on you and the inner work that needs to be done, that journey of self-discovery, right? So you yeah. distract yourself from all of the chaos and all of the clutter that's inside yourself, mm-hmm. organizing your life all around you and doing this grandeur energy expression. Grandeur. <laughs> instead <laughs> of true. like opening the door. Because what, what I see sound is like, it's this key to this door. But you didn't even know the fucking door was there until you're lying down. And then you're like... <gasps> I have the key to this magic door that exists within me. pa And then you walk through it and you're
0: like, ugh, so much more confused than you were before. <laughs> but
1: it's a journey. It is. It's, it's like the one door that then leads to like a, every step of the, the path all I you need, need to door. walk. Yeah. 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 So it's I like need deep. to give it a try. Yeah, try it. And you can also just be deeply relaxed. Like, it doesn't have to be this big huge self-discovery yeah just listen to the sound of things you've never heard before and allow things to touch you and move you what what happens in a session you get
0: thoughts and you get like revelations and feelings like what else you could fall asleep Mm -hmm. You can fall asleep. <laughs> like, so so your some body, people come yeah. and they just like, you have Fossil. to wake them up.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And some people want to shoot other people in the sound bath because they're their snoring? snoring and everything. Oh, no. And I'm like, it's all <laughs> a part of like the, you know, the, all of the cacophony is like part of the, the orchestra of life. Right. And so that person is like placed there to trigger this shit. Oh, out of I you would freak out. you have to work on it. But I, I would it, freak it, out. It's like a part of it because it's like, how deep can you relax when the but conditions like, aren't perfect? Yeah. Life doesn't have perfect conditions. Yeah. You've got to like learn to roll with it. Yeah that's so, like a couple of people in crossfit they'll
0: put they'll put on uh crying babies to do like workouts too because they're like it doesn't matter what's playing on in the background how hard can you push but that's like what you're saying the total opposite of pushing hard it's like how hard can you relax surrender. with this fucking snoring guy yeah
1: how how much can you let that go Right, because you like lying down there, and you're like, this time is for me. I paid, paid to be for here. this. I'm not paying paid for to you, to relax. snoring. Yeah, that's I can't how I, drop in. That's what I. Yeah, no, I'd like, be thinking that. Oh, it's like when I was in India, and I'm on the bus, and I'm like, you're in my personal space, Because like, I have like th- three people in, and I'm a woman, so they won't look at me, and I'm squished, and they have all their farming produce and everything <laughs> you're getting like <laughs> frustrated talking yeah, about it yeah, it, there's like a on. like hundred people on the bus and like i'm one of the only women one of the only foreigners the smells weren't good and i'm like they're in my space literally they are on my space like they're basically sitting on me you know and then i said to myself like well what makes you think you're even allowed to have a space yeah you're in their <laughs> space well, yeah, Maybe. T- but, like yeah technically like they didn't seem bothered by it because they're like used to that this is the life they know but i'm used to like my energy bubble like you mm, can't yeah. come that close you can't sit on me in your loin <laughs> you cloth. can't sit on me you can't sit on me in your loincloth and then not look at me because i'm a woman and i'm lesser than yeah. you know so like i was you can getting engulfed with like the rage and the discomfort of that yeah but like i'm not allowed to have physical space like who am i that's like that's a really like a first world kind of a problem when like you're in my energy bubble that Mm -hmm. doesn't (laughs) it doesn't exist over there right so that's That's the same thing it's like when you come to a sound bath session like okay yes you have your little bubble but like whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen and life doesn't come with imaginary bubbles so
0: ride the wave and see how you can like navigate your inner you can't hide
1: (laughs) you're gonna be just a little bit uncomfortable so that's sound healing like there's gonna be like things going off in the background you know Like, every time I would run equilibrium yoga. fuck. Every time. Right when I was dropping people into their meditation, the garbage truck would come by. Oh. Every time. (laughs) And I was like, and just hear the music of the outside. You're just like, that's just, I can't, there's nothing I can do to stop the garbage truck. But we always want control. It's so true. You don't have any let go. You have none. Yeah. None. Except over the mind. That's the only control you have. How you're going to frame it, look at it, perceive it. You're going to get frustrated by it. get are going to let it create toxins and yeah, stress in your you body. You can't get upset no. at the things that you can't control. Okay, and you don't control anything. So then you just have to learn. to control actually, your, yeah, your
0: own actions. You can, yeah. That's why the things that make me the most upset are like the things that were in my control. In hindsight, I'm like, oh, I should have. I should have asked for that raise when they offered it, but I said no. Uh-huh. Or, like, things that you're like, oh, I should, I could have controlled that. And then that pisses me off and I kind of dwell on it because it was in my control. But, yeah, things like that that are annoying, I feel like I could get by them. I'll have to come to a sound class yeah. and yeah. see. <laughs>
1: well, please, I'll put her next to somebody no, who snores. Please, no,
0: please, though. so sure. Please, though. No, but snore, I'll, know. I'll know to work
1: on you it. You know what happens? When somebody snores, it means that their body had to shut them off for the deeper level healing to happen yeah, because their mind is too strong and takes up too much room and too much chatter so it literally the bottom switches their bottom the system switches switches their button off so that they can drop down to the bottom so that they can receive without like all of this mental so they're still receiving while they're sleeping in their subconscious yeah, yeah absolutely because they're receiving the sound the vibration and everything when they wake up, they're never actually asleep. They remember everything and they have had some of the deepest journeys. So I don't even like to wake them up because they come back with like all of this stuff and these places that they went to and left the body and this whole experience that if I had woken them up, but they weren't really down they weren't really asleep okay they were just out of the body and the body was in its parasympathetic system and it was relaxing and the breath was changing and everything was slowing down but the, the sound does the work you're full of cells you're full of water it's moving better if your mind's in the way take the body out take the body out sleep knock them out sleep I'll keep playing I mean, I could press a recording. <laughs> I could just sit there. No, no, no. But I keep doing the work and I, I do it harder if they're asleep. Oh, God. If they're asleep, I'm going to give it. In. Oh, yeah. Sometimes they're like, Did you play the drum? Did you play the gong? And I'm like, Yeah, baby, I did. I did the
0: whole I did kid. the whole
1: thing and they're like so out. But then they're like, And there was this thing and these mountains and these monks and I was a, I was around a fire and I was dancing and the oh women. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I'm like, Yeah. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's epic. Wow. Um,
0: when you when they wake up are they ever like in a bad mood and they're like well thanks for that and like they leave because they i don't know they went through something that was sort of
1: uncomfortable well they're kind of pre-warned like i let them know this could be physically uncomfortable emotionally uncomfortable it can bring up some stuff that you have like deep down repressed uh, in your subconscious things you're not aware of memories can pop up Um, I've never had somebody mad I've had people like really shaken by it and like really like whoa that was very difficult for me or like I went through a lot I processed a lot an old pain body woke up Um, but it's always that um, your body is trying to communicate with you and trying to give you a message and it's not giving you anything you can't handle you know like if you're not happy and you do a sound bath and you realize how deeply unhappy you are like that's not really a revelation that's just like really bringing it to your awareness so there are things you need to do to change it right the sound bath i mean it could heal you but like let's not say that it's what you're going to take the steps after to affect the change in your life so it brings up all these red flags to your attention and it depends if you're going to like put in the time the effort the energy and the work yeah that's true if you want to have abs Like, I haven't worked on fixing my physical body. Like, that's not my temple. You know, that's your temple, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I feel like we're sort of total opposites. Like, but I feel like it's
1: much easier to navigate throughout life if you work on your inner self. The the mind and the emotions. Yeah. That's what I'm the master of. That's, like, learning to be the master of. But, like, the body... I don't have the discipline there, like, and and I don't have the interest either to have the perfect... But you could so easily flick it on because of the work that you've done. Yeah, it it should be easy. It It, it, it should be easy in principle. But then I feel like the more I go and do the body work, the more it, like, takes me out of the heart center. It's very interesting. It's exerting, like, it takes a lot out of you. Well, yeah, and, and it brings us really into the body, and I've kind of learned and lived my life outside of my body, which yeah. is why my connection to spirit and to the emotional bodies is so intense, but, like, I haven't really lived in this physical thing that well, you know? Yeah. So, like, we, we still meet each other, and I like, still learn <laughs> about my body, you know? And, yeah. And, like, I don't know her limits at all, the body's limits. I know the strengths that I have. I know the physical endurance from all of my illnesses and everything.
0: Mm. But I
1: don't know like my true strength and power but this and or Why this. have you never
0: had the impulse? I'm surprised that you've never like wanted to find out your physical limits.
1: Uh, this is a great question. I asked myself the question too. I'm like i have really blocked on the physical body. Like really blocked on the physical body. I just, I just it disassociated from my body very young circumstances out of my control and um, so I'm learning how to re-inhabit the body but if you don't feel and believe that your body is yours Hmm. then like you don't really see the reason to perfect it or you know by having a nice body could attract some attention not necessarily that I'm looking for because I've already been sexualized as as a young little blonde girl and all growing Mm -hmm. up like I I rejected the perfect body the perfect Barbie because like this vehicle was already sexualized enough so it's like my little chub-chub is its a little bit of a protection.
0: That's crazy that you say that. I know a woman who was raped when she was younger, and she ate and ate and yeah. ate oh, yeah. to explode her body
1: yeah. as a, as a oh, defense yeah. mechanism. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I work with this all the time. Wow. You balloon out or you do everything. On to purpose. Be, on purpose, but also so subconsciously. Yeah, and I know so many women who've done that addiction you know addiction food is just one way of addiction but all of the ways that you harm your body yes um
0: because you don't feel worthy
1: anymore it's it's not even so much that you don't feel worthy anymore just when somebody takes your body especially at a younger age then you you really feel disempowered over your body like you have no control over Mm -hmm. it right and so it doesn't belong to you and if a child's body is sexualized then imagine a teenage body or an adult woman's body like imagine if, if you actually like improved it and attracted more attention like that's not like i've already attracted enough attention in my life that i would prefer to be like not in a perfect shape
0: i yeah. prefer to not
1: walk down the street and have people be like look at her ass yeah i prefer you not to notice my ass so my ass is nice and flat you know, my friends the other day told me the other day, they're like, Sarah, could you have a flatter ass? Oh my god. You know I, mean? and, and I, I have thought you had a ass. good group of friends. I, I they, they love me. They love me. They're not in a right. spiritual community, but they like they, like nobody can get over how small my butt is. And um it's just like a little girl's butt, you know what I mean? So I've like, Oh my god, in a way I've stunted my butt to like that little girl to not like fully develop into a woman because like that comes with like specific dangers and like a, attention attraction of like you know the wolves who are out there. So so that's I think that's one of the the main reasons that I haven't like built on sculpting like this body that the physical has caused enough problems in my life that uh, wow. <laughs> I'm like it doesn't need to be perfect, you know?
0: That's huge. And and, and the only thing that I saw was like you're so emotionally stimulated that you don't need that other side of it. You don't need the physical because you're so fulfilled. I don't know. It depends on where you get your fulfillment.
1: Yeah. You know. I don't need it, but like I should, just for health reasons. Yeah, like I should. I should. I mean, I eat really well and everything, but I like I should probably build the temple a little bit better. You know what I mean? But that's the, That's my one thing that I'm here that's part of my challenge the last puzzle piece because you're so like straight everything's everything's lined lined up I feel like I've you know I didn't have my physical strength for a long time, too. I was sick for, like, 15 years. And oh, I was wow. always in and out of the hospital. So, like, I never viewed my body as strong. It was a, a weak little. Do you mind me asking? Or Oh, boy. I went in every department at the hospital for, like, years and years. I was diagnosed with an autoimmune, suppre- like, know. suppressed autoimmune disorder. They say that when they can't figure it out. I went every department for, like, three years while I was in high school. Once a week. I was at a new department. I was in oncology, which is, you know, the cancer ward for, like, nine months, and they thought I had non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. My mom thought I was going to die when I was 16. Oh, my God. Like, it was really not... It was not cool, and I was sick two days a week out of, like, five at school, and I just wouldn't go, and I was still pulling, like, A's, but... My body, my system was just under fire. Shutting down. Under attack all the time, all the time, all the time, all the time. All the time.
0: Well, no sad. wonder you don't train. No, you're, so kind of like, I know. No, no, you're protecting your body. Training <laughs> yeah. is a form of, like, abusing it, you know, yeah. to breaking down the muscles
1: to grow. Like, Mm-mm. you're like, rest, body, rest. Yeah, exactly. My body, like, like really fought to stay alive, like, seriously. And the whole reason I'm a sound dealer, I nearly died seven years ago. And so, How, like, like because of your autoimmune uh no there's something different okay if you don't like, want to talk about it, it's all know. good but like basically everything that we respond to in physical illness is like a psychosomatic symptom but nobody ever tells you that so i wish somebody at 14 would have told me sweetheart you just don't know how to handle all of those emotions that are living inside of you and you're making yourself physically sick yeah that's what i was doing i wish somebody would have told that little girl you know but the doctors don't tell you that they don't look into that there's no like mind body connection no. And like the emotions that live inside you would just create toxicity if you have no way of expressing them. You think there's something wrong with you? And and there is and you create something wrong with you, right? Like something does become wrong with you. And so then you like go to the doctor and it's perpetuated, you know? So yeah, I got really sick like seven years ago. And it was my body telling me, like, you cannot fight this anymore. Like you cannot, you cannot, you cannot. And so, like, literally, I, when I went to the hospital, they told me I was a few hours away from dying if I hadn't have made it in. And, uh, like, that was, like, the massive wake-up call, which told me I'm a sound healer. Seven days, no food, no water. In Seven days, no food, yeah. no water. Waiting for emergency surgery. Two week They couldn't get my fever down. They, I had a, tuning uh, fork. Everything goes to tuning forks. I had a... <laughs> A kidney stone that was blocking my ureter at the same time as having three infections that had gone septic um, so my whole body was under attack and um, after seven days no food no water waiting for emergency surgery the voice comes and says like you are the sound healer so it seriously I yeah, heard that you're delusional after seven like, you're del- you have a really good contact with this guy after seven days and the doctors kept forgetting to give me my pain meds and I was trusting them for the surgery and everything. And the voice also told me which meds I needed to stop. I had crazy... I couldn't stop shitting myself, Whoa. basically. My ex-boyfriend was changing my diapers. Nobody... He was my boyfriend at the time. Nobody was taking care of me. He was changing my diapers. Couldn't get the fever down. Couldn't drink. Couldn't eat. Anything. And the voice came down. Told me I'm the sound healer. Told me what medication I needed. And told me to tell the doctor to prep me for surgery three hours later. And you told all... I told him the medication stopped my... Like you Diario didn't even right have away, to... fever went down and I went to surgery three hours later.
0: And you had no idea what that medication was, you
1: had never heard of it before. And you know, <laughs> that's fucked up. Yeah, so I was like, whoop, whoop. and the guy was like, That's not gonna help, it's gonna make it worse. And I said to the doctor, listen, I've been here seven days, no offense, but you haven't done shit for me and I'm um, like you know my boyfriend's changing my diapers and I have a fever for seven days yeah and, like I feel terrible so I was like losing my mind you do lose your mind you know and I was like in desperation and so like I put my hands up and the voice just came down so but it was like that's a calling that's yeah, a calling. yeah that's a call. if you don't hear God's voice there whoever was speaking somebody yeah. was speaking and asked me to step up and so I said okay
0: Wow, because it wasn't your time.
1: No. And uh, I understood that if I could heal myself, fix myself, which I did, because I'm supposed to be on medication every day for the rest of my life, and I'm on nothing. Nothing. And uh, so I understand the relationship that emotions have on our bodies. And it was it was like the end of the sexual abuse cycle, which is what was the last uh, kick. that Like my body couldn't handle the last yep. transgression, the last abuse. It was like, no way, no more. I'm so fucking done. And uh, so it made me super sick with all the infections and the kidney stones in my body just like went to a crazy reaction of like, I can't handle this abuse anymore. Oh God. So it's like, no. <laughs> and so no, that I changed my life. How long
0: after you got out of the hospital did you, like, become a sound healer? Like, the next day? Well, you had to recover a
1: little bit. Ah, I spent three months, like, recovering. recovering. But while I was recovering, because I had an emergency surgery, I wasn't strong enough for the real surgery. So I had, like, a three-month waiting. I was supposed to have the surgery earlier, but I was still full of infections so they couldn't get rid of. So it kept getting delayed. and had, like, the stent, and every time I'd walk, I was, like, bleeding, and it was, like, terrible. And I went to the class. I went to the sound healing class and I could hardly walk up the stairs, and I was almost crawling to the bathroom, oh and God. I did the first, the first levels, and actually even traveled to the states to do the other levels, counter my doctors, you know, telling me not to do that. Not a good idea to travel to mm-hmm. the states <laughs> when you're in a medically critical no. situation, and I was like, fuck yeah. yes. So I did it anyways, and um, I just, I knew that that was my medicine, that sound would be my medicine, and, and then, now you're pushing it on while, well, like, helping others. Yeah. It? yeah, definitely not pushing it. But um, people say, like, oh, how does sound healing work? It's like, it depends who's holding the bowl. Yeah. Like, I dedicated and devoted my whole life to it. Just because you have a Tibetan bowl in your hand doesn't mean anything's going to happen. Like, are you going to change your patterns and your programs and your belief systems?
0: Yeah. And so it's also depending on the person taking the course. Yeah. But also in my research, it said that people can show up with cancer Mm -hmm. and go to a couple of courses and not have cancer anymore you can get to that extent like of of healing
1: yeah like like with anything you can have a spontaneous healing that the sound healing facilitates anybody who's sick can have a spontaneous healing so i wouldn't associate it with sound healing because i would never want to promise somebody who's sick i go to funerals usually though when people are sick with cancer it's because they have a really really big issue that they're not ready to look into and address in particular mothers with mental illness that mm-hmm. they've alienated and disassociated from yeah. and refuse to speak to mother yeah, and will prefer to avoid that situation yeah, that pain because it's too deep yeah. and so the illness is seems easier than addressing that emotional pain so yeah. cancer comes from like something deep like a really deep wounding right but if we don't go to that original source of the pain and drop into forgiveness we can't heal anything so no matter what modality you do even if you don't do a modality but you just find the reason that the illness presented itself what it's there to teach you take what it's trying to teach you without having it to kick you in the ass you know what i mean like you can learn the lesson i can learn to say no and not be abused anymore without nearly having to die yeah like because that's what happened to me like that wasn't necessary but I wasn't listening to the other exactly you let it get too far I let it get too far and I didn't stand up for myself and I I perpetuated the cycle like because that was all I knew kind of in my head in my like you know mind and so every illness is the same thing and so we like confronted head on and where's this coming from and why what's it showing us how am I feeding it how is it serving me what, yeah. Why am I holding on to this illness? What is so scary of letting go? So spontaneous healing can happen anywhere in any modality. Yeah. And it all starts in the mind. So Do you really think? Because
0: yeah. I, I, I've, I've been in a good place. Yet I haven't rested. Because I fear resting. And I have this stomach ulcer.
1: Mm, of course you do.
0: Of course I do. Yeah, I right? do. Yeah. And it makes stress. so much sense
1: to you. Stop it off. But
0: like stress. Stress that I love. Like I love being stressed. Yeah, I love exactly. being stressed in the gym. It gives you something. I love being stressed here. It pushes you. Yeah, it makes it me better. You. It feeds it me more love you. Love.
1: Yes. You need to be stressed to take action, to move yes. forward, to be successful. You need to feel stressed. Stressed. Doesn't that sound like a bad like it's not a sustainable model?
0: In my mind it is, but my body is telling me to slow down. Yeah, like, there's no way that that is, like, sustainable in the long term. But I'm really happy. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, mentally, I'm really happy, but my body is like, no,
1: you have to stop. But I'm like, if your body is happy, are you happy? If your body isn't happy, can you be happy if your body isn't happy? I feel like you can. If your body is suffering. Because my heart, my soul is happy. But your body is part of your soul. It's attached. Like, your soul chose this body and you're making your body sick can you be fully happy if you're making yourself sick i guess not imagine if you could be motivated and happy and healthy healthy, if you didn't need that stress as that kicker in the ass yeah if you could get yourself to that without having to hurt yourself
0: yeah i think that's the biggest issue in my life right now
1: yeah because like like the use of the
0: use of caffeine as well like I need caffeine. I need caffeine to function. I need caffeine to go to the gym. You think you need think
1: you think you need, yeah, yeah. It's all a program. It's all things that we have been conditioned to believe. And when you start like taking them out and like reevaluating or why do I think I need this? Yeah, or how about I'm just motivated because my heart feels so open and expanded when i do this yeah. like when i go to the gym it's like my meditation like that it would never cross my mind as me going to the gym yeah. it's like not a meditation yeah. <laughs> it's like a test of endurance yeah right <laughs> but for you, you like my equivalent of going to the gym is you're going into the mental and emotional yeah. body like th- but that's the workout that you need to do i know so basically you need to come work out with me and i need yeah. to come work out with you yeah
0: <laughs> that's exactly what we're saying terror terror however don't you just have to get out of like, the
1: comfort zone
0: don't you feel like this is kind of a, a form of, like, mental gymnastics? And I think this is the healing that I've been looking for. Yeah. Like, bringing you in and, like, hearing your story and hearing, like, what you do for others is m- mentally healing me. But it's not the same as, like, shutting off. Because yeah. I'm still on. Yeah, well, of course, you're thinking. Yeah.
1: The so thinking isn't healing. So it's the no thinking. It, I hate the, the no the thinking. It's the dropping into, oh, God, yeah. but it's a dropping into your heart. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because the mind, oh God, the mind. The mind can play the tricks mind. on you. It does plays tricks on you all the time. But the mind is always trying to protect you. Your brain loves you so much. Oh, it does. It's trying to heal you. Just like every illness it's created, your mind has created the illness. You think? I know. Your mind has created the illness to protect you. That's a crazy thing. Like when you have cancer, you're full of toxins. You've been exposed to heavy metals. Let's Yeah, say. You've yeah, been, yeah. Okay, like radiation or whatever. You've been exposed to this. So you have all of this toxicity in your body and it puts it in one spot. It's gonna put in your liver, the place that's supposed to process it all out, right? So it's localizing all of that bad stuff that you've been exposed to, things out of your control or in your control, you know what I mean? It puts it all in the liver to try and localize it so it can filter it out of your system. The cancer is not trying to kill you, it's trying to protect you. Your body is never, ever, ever, ever trying to kill you, it is always trying to heal you in every single moment. But how can cancer be healing? Let's say your body manifests cancer. Yeah, it's trying to keep you alive. The cancer? Yeah, because you have something toxic in your system, so it's trying to localize it and push it all in one area instead of spreading it in your entire system. Okay. Right? Because there's heavy metals in your body. Mm -hmm. That is not your body's fault that there are heavy metals in the body. You went and you're exposed to dangerous water. You've been drinking dangerous water. Mm-hmm. Your body didn't try to kill you, but it came into your body system. And so now your body is trying to process it and protect you and yeah. keep you alive. But the point is you've been exposed, whether it's your emotions and the toxic to- toxic thoughts or toxic environment or literally a metal toxin or something you've put in your body is creating the problem. And your body's trying to help you. It is never trying to kill you that's crazy never like think about it you cut yourself your body is immediately trying to heal healing healing you anything anything your body is not trying to self-sabotage the mind is our saboteur when we allow it to get in the dark thoughts and everything but the mind is creating everything in our body like who's in control of our body us but our mind yeah are we really are you in control of your body i feel like i am like i just moved my hand okay to a certain point but what about like your whole digestive process and your whole like breathing thing it's happening without you yeah there's a higher level intelligence yes. operating your whole yes. system that's very true right yeah because do you know how to
0: make your lungs do what they do no. No. And, no and i get that sensation when i fall asleep on my arm and i have no function in my arm and i'm like well my brain wants my fucking fingers to move mm-hmm. but they're frozen mm-hmm. so your body is stronger than your mind but yeah, and what about your
1: blood circulating? Are you creating your blood circulating? No. Are you growing your hair or your toenails I or your fingers? I wish I could, but no. No, right? No. So it's your body, but is it really? What is it really? Whose body is it? Source. Right? Spirit. Yeah, and when it wants it back, it's going to take you. It's sacred contract. When you're done, you're done. You know, but then there's everybody fighting, 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 fighting trying to fighting. juice out a year of life, yeah, fighting to stay alive. Hey, we. Oui. But the whole thing of fighting, like I'm fighting cancer, I'm fighting illness, is the, so the wrong way of looking at it. Do because the illness fight, like, is trying to help you. Wouldn't We're, immortality be amazing? But we are immortal. Not in this vesicle. We get to try life from like every different form. You think? So you're in like reincarnation. Absolutely. You think what? What next in the next life? What do you think you're going to be? Of whatever I need to be to learn the highest level of my soul expansion. Like a tree. I think I've probably definitely already been a tree. I'm hoping for a...
0: Like something what about different. a rock? That yeah, would of suck. course.
1: Why? A rock is beautiful. It's timeless. we would just fucking live there. Imagine everything a rock has seen. Every mountain is a rock. Every grain of sand was a rock. I'm thinking about abused pebbles abused pebbles like
0: you know little kids like throwing pebbles and and then they're they're gone and they're drowned they're
1: creating joy
0: that's true they're creating joy for a tiny instant
1: yeah but why don't they like it at the bottom of the the water that's like their sacred contract to be picked up by that child to bring joy of that child like that was their purpose in life yeah that pebble doesn't die because it gets thrown in the water neither do we that's true like rocks are so powerful, trees are so powerful, plants are so powerful, animals are so powerful. We're gonna so have, have to, different incarnations.
0: We're gonna have to get you back on to talk about reincarnation because like <laughs> this is a whole other topic. But I noticed you're wearing a crystal around your neck. Yeah. And that is gym. like it's huge. It's huge and how crystal. have I only I noticed that like fifty uh, <laughs> five minutes? So what is the what is the reasoning for this crystal? It's healing. Crystals are healing, right? Yeah,
1: well I've had a like a fetish for crystals since i'm like three or four i had a whole crystal collection so and, fitting and i did like science projects on crystals and minerals and uh so deeply connected with stone since i'm a child before it was trendy and um when i got married and then i i um, moved to halifax and i had this whole box full of crystals and i sold it in a garage sale like for dirty yeah people. for like i think five dollars so like which probably had thousands of dollars worth of crystals oh my God. and this chinese lady who was my neighbor was like are you sure you want to like sell this like this is crazy and she looked at it like such a box of treasures Maybe. you know and um but my whole marriage had like eaten my happiness and eaten my soul mm-hmm. and i was just like i saw no value in the things of the past so i sold it to her for five dollars. She was so thrilled, you know? I wish I had that box now, but it's okay. Detach, oh, yeah. Detachement. That's true. <coughs> but So as I started back on my spiritual... Not started back... Got on my spiritual path, because it wasn't particularly spiritual before, I started reconnecting with crystals. And uh, this one is a black dragon agate. And um, i never seen it before. And um, black dragon, agate, is definitely for protection, but agate is also um, the stone of the Gemini. Okay. And um, it's a sound healer stone also, so it amplifies sound healing vibrations. And the black dragon, you know, Souks has a dragon tattoo on him. Oh, okay, I didn't know. And I always say he's like the protector. I'm glad you don't know. (laughs) (laughs) What did you do in the podcast? (laughs) (laughs) You're like, yes, I saw it in Topless about that. Um, No, so he has a big dragon on his... uh, so you call him your he's healer. my healer no he's my protector of the your temple. protector he's the dragon protecting the temple Ooh. and um so when i saw a black dragon i get well first of all i saw this and i was like forget about it it's mine yeah after seven years going to bali i've never seen anything like it and then the quartz is just like it's in all of our computers all of our phones it's it's you know really powerful in all of our levels of technology the what sorry the quartz clear quartz oh i don't know what that is it's a crystal, quartz. Quartz. Oh, okay, it's the most common crystal in the oh, world, okay. and it's in your phone. It's in everything. Okay, it's in all of our technology, and uh, it's the transmuter of all um, energy. So it can't hold on to anything negative, and so it's a conductor of energy as well. And so since I'm working all day every day with people who are sick or emotionally imbalanced yeah. or mentally imbalanced or going through a difficult time, it's just like a, a deflector. What it's all—the power of intention and mm-hmm. what you put behind it. Yeah and I'm not about fancy jewelry I'm about <laughs> the, the intent yeah exactly yeah I like that
0: yeah and it fits your personality oh, and what you do so, so I like it mm. okay we have two last questions for you go for they're it. fun questions and okay. I'm so excited for the answers okay. if you could have a superpower, what would it be?
1: Uh, invisibility cloak. Would it actually? Oh, God. Why? Oh, because I would love to live in this world without being seen. Really? Uh, I wish I could be invisible.
0: Why? What would you do? Like, what's the first thing that you would do if you were fucking invisible? You couldn't do anything. I
1: could do everything.
0: Like, what would you do? Steal? Like, rob a bank? No, no, That's no, no. the first impulse everyone no, says.
1: I could just be. Mmm. I find I don't have any time to be. Without your face. Without the face. Yeah, like, anytime I go out people want a piece, mm. they like want something all the time and I feel like drained in so many different directions and I feel like I could just go out in the world and do be. and be fully me. Like if you, if you didn't see me, if you couldn't contact me or touch me or yeah. feel me like that, that's, I'm really an empath, I'm really sensitive, I'm an HSP, really highly sensitive person and uh, it hurts to like be out in this world and uh i learned how to like adapt with it and everything but yeah just just to be in the bubble <laughs> you're going to be a rock in the next life, <laughs> you will you like a little quartz crystal in the cave um yeah my fantasy is like running away somewhere in a small little cabin cottage and just like Really diving into myself fully for myself, and and not being always in service to others. Yeah. Uh, but my mission calls me to. That's to, it. So you're to, like being pulled in two different yeah. directions. It pulls me to the the spotlight. It my my mission pulls me out of the invisibility cloak and into the visibility cloak. Uh, well, my my deepest wish would be invisibility cloak. Wow. Because I could touch people and impact people. Without. Without. The drain. Yeah if people stopped talking so much and taking i could offer so much more yeah you
0: know i get that
1: yeah to who <laughs> i wanted when i wanted they wouldn't even know <laughs> yeah that's interesting yeah there is like this invisibility cloak though that this guy like in china made or something like no it's like this material that you put over you and i'm like so tempted okay i want to see it maybe one I'm day. i'm gonna google it after <laughs> this podcast maybe one day <laughs>
0: uh, fantasy the last question I have for you this is my favorite question it's the reason I started this podcast because I don't understand okay. what do you think the purpose of life
1: is growth and expansion understanding contemplation seeing life from a different lens a different perspective I think we come back again and again and again and again to get another angle. Wow. Again and again and again from every experience, difficult and easy, every different angle. I think the purpose is to fully see how things are or how they are perceived to be.
0: That makes sense. Yeah. Even if, like, let's say... So do you think, for instance, Hitler is alive right now in a different form and learning and is an amazing person? I definitely think that his
1: soul is somewhere, perhaps not as a human. Human. My hope would be that he would have learned from the past wrongs. I also don't believe Hitler was alone in his mission. I think he was guided and there were darker forces. I think it's much bigger than Hitler and that there's a whole big secret agenda behind all of that. And if you look at the deep space on Gaia, it taps a little bit into the the, the space things that they were doing, the Nazis. And so it makes you wonder what their agenda actually was and who was funding it and financing. Uh, they were working with a lot of really high advanced technologies to go into space. And so it can sound a little like we're going into what do you call it a conspiracy theory mm-hmm. and everything yeah i've yeah. never even heard of that yeah it's really cool that the deep space uh, show on Gaia the Gaia everybody should get it 9.99 a month for like spiritual documentaries <sighs> yoga meditation everything but uh, especially investigating the deep space programs really fascinating so anyways it's not hitler alone that created what happened it's okay. a whole society and a whole level of complacency from multiple nations and peoples and so Hitler and all of the people who facilitated that's the thing it's not just Hitler it's yeah, like yeah. every single person person who was in the Nazi the nation regime. nation behind him. Yeah exactly and all of the you know powers that allowed it to happen and didn't step in you know and let it happen. Yeah. Uh, so all of those people yes are still here on this earth <laughs> somewhere right and uh, it's also in the DNA right so it carries down the line so that can be a little bit scary. Uh, there are you know children of nazis all around the world doesn't mean that they're bad people you know they probably suffered a lot of guilt and shame surrounded what happened there but yeah somebody's definitely Ill. they're here and they're learning a different story yeah you can only hope through a different lens different lens yeah and, and to show the the capacity that humans have for the most despicable acts and crimes we all have the capacity it's crazy how 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 small that shift is
0: why what's the point of seeing life through different lenses? like what's the end goal here what's the purpose of that is there an end goal or
1: is there a purpose if everything is infinite everything is infinite yeah if all of creation is infinite all of time and space and energy is infinite and there are multiple different dimensions and levels of reality and different realms we're just experiencing a moment in this dimension but a we brief are, moment in we history are like, multi-dimensional beings and our lifetime is like a speck in the grand scheme that's of everything. so exciting yeah like we are nothing in the grand scheme of things yet we are everything yeah we are everything in this moment we are nothing and everything so like if we look at the absurdity and the insignificance of ourselves and yet the great significance of yeah. ourselves like everybody has this oh, somebody came to a sound bath once she was upset yeah. i'll tell you <laughs> because um she had said she was like an angel at a session Okay. And I said, wonderful. Welcome to like a room full of angels. It was a woman's circle uh, because a lot of people identify as earth angels. And, you know, she came to talk to me after and she said, I made her feel really not special. I said, you know, she, so she came, she was really upset and said it made her feel like not special. And like, she was saying that she was like starting the process of ascension, you know, and ascension. Yeah, oh, okay. it's a big word to drop, you know? Yeah. And then the fact that she was upset when I said like, so I welcome said to, her, to a room full of angels well, yeah, yeah exactly like a room full of people who identify yeah. as such you know in no way belittling her experience in fact saying like welcome to a room of your peers yeah right and so she was really upset she came up to me and she stayed for 45 minutes almost until midnight um talking about how upset she was that i made her feel like not special but i was like but you aren't special i was like you're no more special than anybody else in the room like we're all individual beautiful unique yeah like snowflake and she's like yeah but some are more advanced than others." like that's not something that an angel would or say somebody <laughs> so on the true. back of ascension would say so true. but but this myth of um specialness and yep. uniqueness which we are spoon fed yeah right? because everybody gets a gold star you participated in um you get anything you get a gold medal that's for like participating place trophies. you know what mm-hmm. i mean like you, everybody everybody just for being alive and breathing is special Right? But then nobody's special if everybody's special, right? So we're all individual, we're all unique, we're all beautiful, and we're all divine expressions of the Creator, right? So we have a purpose and we have a mission here. But we get stuck in this illusion of specialness, and I think we get really lost in there. Which I kind of got lost in your question. No, I love that (laughs) because it shows
0: like, what is the purpose of life? Well, guess what? There is none, and there is one, and it's everything and nothing, and you are special and you are not. Yeah. So. just just be
1: we just are just are and just live and be Mm. but we want everybody to see us now and validate us and justify why we're so special (laughs) as a society right which is you know really dangerous it is dangerous. it's it's a a circle and a cycle that's going to bite you in the butt you're you're never going to feel fulfilled if you need somebody to tell you you're worthy and you're valuable and you're validated
0: yeah i think the wanting to feel special comes with wanting to change the
1: world and make an impact and the only way you can do that is to change yourself
0: yeah and also by not focusing on the fact that you want to be special but focusing on the work that's gonna make society better yeah like less about i'm special
1: and more about okay fuck that notion what can we do right now yeah it's like let's get it done let's get it done because so many people get stuck in that i need to be seen doing something to help society yeah. to make me special Like, I need to have a platform. And if I don't have the platform, I don't actually want to change the world. Yes. If I'm not reflected out and everybody can see me doing it, I don't actually want to do it. That's not fulfilling a mission or a purpose or a passion. That's fueling and feeding the ego.
0: Yeah, because you could be changing someone's world without
1: everyone knowing about it. Yeah, making an impact. You know, all of the attention, all of the focus. Yeah. It's like feeding Try, people are trying to feed themselves in all of these empty places, and it's really easy to get stuck in there. Really easy. I agree. So it's like what's important is sisters, sisters coming together. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I, <laughs> I was, sorry. I was, we're I was doing like, doing "We're like, doing something." We're doing a new, <laughs> <laughs> <a> new <laughs> handshake with the lion. Um, it's sisters coming together and yeah. like taking space with each other, allowing the Giving boundaries space. to fall. Yes. like dropping the boundaries, dropping the wall. Yeah. What happens, we divide and we, we divide and we conquer. We don't need to conquer and we don't need to divide. We need to come into union, come into oneness, hold each other's hand, connect, look at each other in the eye and see like human to human. Like that is the purpose, is connection. Connection. We, we are here. What's the purpose? We are here because we are all one and we have forgotten that. And it's about bringing all those particles and together. all those pieces together. That, that's all I feel purpose. like that's
0: that's the purpose.
1: That is a purpose. Yeah. And so when we help ourselves, we're helping others. Like, if, if I didn't heal myself, I would be useless to other people. It's a continuous journey. Yeah. A continuous healing. That's, that's it. So, but if we're not continuously working on ourselves, then we're not of assistance.
0: I have 1,000% agree.
1: Keep working on yourself, guys.
0: Thank you, Sarah, so much Thank for you. being here. That was so fun and so... Just like empowering, and, and I feel like I can
1: exhale. And I need to come take your course. Can exhale, it's not even a course, you just lie it's down, it's just a lay down and like listen to the down sounds. Down. That's what I want on a mat yeah. with a blanket and a pillow in like a shavasana. Close your eyes and do an interpretive dance if you want with your mind. You can, no, you can dance too. If oh, you, you can want. actually like dance. Some people reach orgasmic states in the sound bath, some people cry, some people release, like all kinds of beautiful things. Oh my god so it can be like full spectrum but the point is it's about if you can't breathe if you can't exhale it's because you can't find that space within yourself yep. and if you can't find that space within yourself like it's a very clear indication that you need to go in there and make some space i will just like this body has to learn to take more space get more def- like definition right? I need to build. You need to create space inside. Create space inside. Yeah. I need to take up space outside. You need inside space.
0: Inside space. Yeah. I like that. Let's (laughs) leave them with that.
1: (laughs) Thanks guys. We'll see you next
0: week for the next podcast. Peace.